0: Hey there and welcome to the 17x podcast series, where we chat with amazing people from all over the world on how they are using their business to create outcomes aligned with the sustainable development goals. We hear from entrepreneurs, social innovators and change makers, and everyday business owners using their business and brands as a source for good. So sit back, get inspired with me, as we hear from these amazing people telling their story of purpose and impact. Thanks for listening.
1: Hey, guys, Mick here. Thanks for joining us on this episode of 17X, Uh, a really cool conversation that I had earlier this month with Tom Zaki, who is the uh, CEO and founder of the international brand TerraCycle. Um, If you haven't checked out TerraCycle or haven't heard of them before, I want you to jump onto Google right now and take a look. Um, These guys are absolutely amazing and hugely inspiring to see what they have been able to create um, you know, in such a little amount of time, the overall principle of TerraCycle is that these guys recycle the unrecyclable. Um, you know, they're really investing in and in creating education and inspiration into the idea around circular economy and and really taking um, pretty much anything and everything that we would normally put in the landfill and making amazing products out of them, from you know, seaty butts to used nappies to used tyres to you know, any and every bit of plastic they can get their hands on. Um, and this is a really cool conversation that, um, you know, I was, I was lucky enough to have. Uh, Tom gave up a bit of his time. He's obviously an extremely busy person, um, to chat with me about what TerraCycle are up to and, and really, um, the massive game that they're playing and, and even the bigger results that they're having. So, um, really cool to hear from someone that, you know, not long ago was speaking at the World Economic Forum. Um, and he's really playing at the global level in this space. Um, and uh, you know I was lucky enough to to grab him for half an hour and um, and have a bit of a chat. So I really think you'll be inspired from this and um, you know there's there's opportunity there for for particularly what we can do in in recycling and and you know the new kind of coin phrases around upcycling and and circular economies and reusing. So um, listen to this. Have a uh, have a look at TerraCycle and their brand. Follow them on their socials. It's a, it's a huge thing that they're doing. Um, and you know, again, thanks so much for tuning into Seventeen X and uh, in hearing more about um, these amazing organisations and what they're doing with the SDGs and and looking after the people and the planet in general. Cheers.
2: Hey guys, welcome to the podcast today. I'm super excited with uh, with the conversation we we're about. Um, uh, I have the pleasure of welcoming. Um, from like, hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Man, I'm really good. I'm uh, I'm super excited to hear more of that story you guys, Rocky. Um, next segment. Hey, how are you doing? You know, it's funny you ask. I'm actually uh, uh, in Los Angeles today. Um, uh, you know, just doing a little bit of a world tour. It sort of seems with what's going on, it's a different city every. 21 countries, including Australia and New Zealand, and uh, it just really keeps you on the road. Yeah, yeah, magic. Well, maybe, it should be, um, maybe every time you get a plane, to the trip, it's true. Um, oh, my goodness. Absolutely right, you know. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you could do cool. more. Active. So, listen, um, I generally love the podcast interview with um, a quick icebreaker. Can you tell us what's been the highlight for you in 2019? Well, to us, you know, it's been a really special 2019. You know, the highlight for me was uh, came this January. I was at the World Economic Forum in Davos, uh, and uh, we had a press conference with uh, the CEOs of Procter & Gamble, Pepsi, but much more importantly, the global head of Greenpeace, uh, Jennifer. Um, and uh, we were announcing a bl- brand-new platform, uh, which, by the way, is coming to Australia later uh, next year, uh, called Fluve. Me, that was like the most special moment of this year so far, where we had these big corporate giants on stage with Greenpeace launching a global reuse platform where, you know, we can elevate our elevate our experience with products and along the way, become way more sustainable by doing reusable packaging versus disposable packaging. Yeah, well, that's amazing. I think I am. I think have uh, the, the, the that are in the That's right. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, Loop for, it, it, I thought it would be big. Like, I was always very optimistic about it. But it really hit a nerve way, way more than I would have ever expected. You know, the, the yeah. public, the people, the, you know, and so on. I mean, after we launched the Davos, you know, the largest retailers in Australia immediately reached out to us and said, how can we bring this, you know, to the Australian market? And I wasn't expecting such a response so quickly. Yeah, that's amazing. So, um, really cool stuff. Uh, before we get into the parasite on what it's all about, can you just give us a little bit of info about yourself, your origin story, you know, uh, a, a couple of minutes on who yeah, you and where absolutely. you're from and what you don't. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so my story starts, I'm 37 now. I was born in uh, 1982 in Budapest. Then it was still, you know, under the Iron Curtain. So for all intents and purposes, it was communist. Yeah. And uh, in 1986, Chernobyl happened, and uh, my family was able to leave the country, effectively as, you know, political refugees, and we ran around Germany and Holland and Belgium, trying to gain status, uh, just let, you know, basically have a country, let us in, and ended up landing in Canada. Uh, and I got there when I was nine years old, you know, as a refugee, right? And, uh, I grew up in, for all intents and purposes, you know, grew up in Canada and then went to college in the United States. And I mention this because, you know, I started in communism and ended up in the heartland of capitalism. And I fell in love with, with business. You know, I feel like business is the most powerful tool for change. There's no other way to change the world as quickly and as profoundly as business. But what really got me disappointed, and maybe this is more my socialist, you know, background, was. When I was studying business at Princeton, you know, they they taught you that business, the purpose of business is profit to shareholders. And while profit is incredibly important, is that the reason you know people interact with business? It felt really deflating, you know. So I wanted to try to create a business whose purpose was to do something positive. You know, for me it was for the environment, but it could have been for anything. It could have been for society. It could have been for animals, it could have been for anything. For me it was the environment, um, while making a profit, but the purpose not being, you know, profit per se. Yeah, wow. Well, that's um that's you know, a really cool origin story you know, you're not the first person that we we're hearing of, um, that come from you know, refugee kind of upbringing uh and and gone on to be I guess involved and passionate about something that's so impactful rather than just changing the life. Uhm, so there might be between, I guess, having, having to build your own opportunity through that kind of pathway or upbringing, uhm, you really need to, I guess, maybe, maybe do the research further on, on how these, uh, how on and anyone who's not just trying to be out there and just using these things for other people. Well, you know, I'll give you at least a point because I think you're you're raising something really fascinating, right? And you know, a, a, a strange thing, you know, because a lot of the purpose of business, you know, if it's about making money, it's about gain you know, increasing the amount of money you have to spend and the standard of living you have. And you know, I I don't know, coming from like extreme poverty, it, it's strange in the sense that like I'm 37. And I, every single material thing I've ever dreamt about in my life, I have. It's like, it's done. Like, there's nothing, you know, there's not a big desire, you know, left to fulfill. And so, you know, when all that is there, you know, what do you fulfill it with is ideally something that makes you want to get out of bed, you know, something that feels purposeful, that Mm -hmm. makes, you know, you want to, um, you know, feel like there's a reason you're walking the planet. And... I think it's helpful to come from, you know, uh, a place where none of that ever existed. I mean, I remember, you know, in in Hungary you had to apply to get a television set um, to the government, and maybe they would give you one. I never got one, by the way. The first time I saw TV was when I got to Canada, uh, or the first time we had our own television was when we got to Canada. I found one in the dumpster, and the thing turned on, and it was in color. And it was you know, someone had thrown the thing out. Like it's yeah. such a contrast, you're like suddenly it demystifies, you know, everything about material possessions. Yeah. You must have thought that you know, the world is turned off funny and classy TV and stuff Um, so you know, like Kerris Blackman is up and running it with the sheet was that your first is Kara your your one and only kind of business you've been working on, or what's your support Carisbub? Were you know, after, after uni, after college with Australian training or were you doing other things? Well, you know, so before uh, uni, I did, um, uh, you know, started some startups, like mostly, you know, nothing purposeful or super exciting, but like I guess what the elevator is and what's the purpose and what TerraCycle is doing up until now? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, TerraCycle, um, uh, the mission of TerraCycle is to eliminate the idea of waste. And we have three major business models to accomplish that. The first one under TerraCycle is about collecting and recycling what is typically not recyclable from Dirty diapers to cigarette butts to use chewing gum to coffee capsules and so on. And in Australia we run many national programs you can find at, uh, pericycle.au, you know, that are, uh, funded by brands like, Nespresso uh, all the way to Colgate, L'Oreal to collect and recycle things that were previously not recyclable. Our second major business unit is about integrating waste back into consumer products. So we run the world's largest supply chain for ocean plastic, for example. We put ocean plastic into, you know, your head and shoulders bottle, um, all the way to your Dawn uh, dish soap uh, and many other examples. Um, really? And then our third division is called Loop, which is the thing we launched at the World Economic Forum uh, in January, which is all all about moving away from disposable packaging you own to durable packaging uh, you borrow. Um, and that allows for the, you know, uh, the packaging to not only become reusable, uh, but effectively eliminate the very root cause of waste, which is, uh, at least I would argue, using something once. Yeah, sure. Yes, I've got your website up in front of me, and um, I know I'd be kind of kicking on if you said we were going to have this conversation and try, try to upgrade myself in what you guys are creating. You so have a really beautiful, um, Things a shampoo model, the released the content about recently that, that was made from uh mm-hmm. with ocean plastic. Yeah, and, ocean plastic. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I just came back from a uh a, a conference in Sydney yesterday around the SDGs, and um, you know, responsible discussion and and eliminating public seems to be at the top end of that conversation around waste and. And, you know, both supply chain and consumer. And one of the main things that came out of that With consumer behavior. Is I've seen that through your relationship with your stakeholders. There's the consumer behavior driving the change? You know, I think this is the issue, and you raise it really well with um, the topic of Ocean Classic, because if you think about how gargantuanly massive the problem is, every project in the world. And the thing that you raise about this topic of ocean plastic is that, you know, you know, we run at TerraCycle, one of the largest supply chains for ocean plastic, collecting you know, all over the world from Australia, New Zealand to Brazil and Mexico, you know, Canada to Japan. And uh, there's many other friends of ours who run incredible projects around ocean plastic, like uh, Boyan, my friend from Holland, who runs the Ocean Cleanup, and many other great examples. And you add all that together, all of it, it's less, we take out less all year than what gets put in probably within 10, 20 minutes, you know, it, it's so disproportionate. And, um, you know, so we really need to think in ocean plastic about how do we stop putting plastic in the ocean? And in parallel, how do we clean it up? So we also, we really have to do both of these things. We have to think as consumers, how do we stop voting for disposability all day long? You know, whether you're in Australia, whether you're in any country in the world, you are constantly voting for disposability, which is effectively voting for ocean plastic,
0: you know, day in, day out with
2: actual money. And we really need to think about this because we're not going to be able to clean it up anytime soon. Any, any, okay. Now, an absurd amount of money, which no one's going oh, to We lost you there again. Sorry, buddy know where you you hear me yeah yeah go gotcha. ahead um, yeah um, the the uh, the consumer behavior is to be like you know there's, there's the converted and the unconverted and it feels like that the unconverted are being dragged along whether they like it or not because the reality is here's here been challenge whether we want to leave it or not right. it is here. Like a recycling program. You know, people who've gone to TerraCycle.com or TerraCycle.AU and joined one of our free recycling programs. You know, we're in thousands of schools in Australia, tens of thousands of businesses in Australia. These are all collection points, and these are the people who are involved in somehow collecting waste uh, for us in one of these locations. Um, and it's amazing to see how many people are involved in the sheer amount of waste they've collected and the amount of money they've been able to donate to shares. That is, that is just amazing. I think, um, you know, Zuckerberg, can get a billion people on Facebook, so you guys can pick over a billion people that playing, you know, so, uh, you can, you can be on that. that that's such a really huge number. Congratulations on, on that metric, you know, how we are going and I end up. I'd love to see that number many times. Um, that's really exciting. Um, and it's actually, I, I feel like it's really warning that there's that people in the community actively involved in this. It, you know, um, it really is being champion by the individual on the ground, which, which I think is um, really huge and a huge win and a testament to what the crowd and other organisations are creating. Like, so. Um, maybe, I so you've got waste recycled. This one does not have a V in it. So, $7, out 700, 2 billion, you know, 102 million down. Is that kilo? ton, pieces of waste? What is that one? Like? That is, uh, pieces of waste recycled, um, is, uh, is a number. That's how many pieces of waste. How many candy wrappers? How many dirty diapers? You know, how many, uh, okay. clean packages? That sort of thing. Um, if you want to think of it in kilos, you know, we do about two million kilos of non recyclable waste every single week. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness. That's, uh, <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Um and uh and then the last one you got money to charge forty four million I kinda look at calls, forty five forty five million dollars. Yeah. So let's go. Let's say that forty-five million dollars that we've donated to charities, who for the waste that's been collected. So when you collect waste with TerraCycle, you typically get a small donation that you can give to any charity or school of your choice. And people give to, you know, the Red Cross, they give to the World Wildlife Fund, they can give to the local school. And so far, we've paid out just under forty-five million U.S. dollars. Man, that's amazing. So for us in Australia, like. $300 million Australian dollars or something. Well, right? you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I it's pretty <laughs> close to my life. You know, <laughs> pretty close to my yeah, 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 we're doing okay. Um, well, uh, man, that's, that's so cool. And, you know, I, uh, I, I continually talk the my community in some way. And my other stuff, my people, I mean, the thing that I'm going to tell a story is we, we can act and heal and, Growing the TerraCycle overall business, and especially launching Loop, uh, you know, in places like Australia and all and all sorts of places around the world. Um, yeah, so that's a really big focus of ours at the moment. Um, but you know, it's uh, that's just the beginning, and I think there's a lot more that will come. Uh, you know, there's a lot of exciting things that you know we're really uh, pumped about bringing out. But for now, it's about growing TerraCycle and getting Loop live. I think yeah, amazing. And, um, you know, as a podcast we are focused on, are bringing attention to the SDGs and, you know, the UN Global Goals. Is that something that Perry popular or engage with as a platform? To, uh, oh, Matt, you know. I'm a big fan of that whole thing and uh, hope more people become aware of it and what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, magic. That's great. Well, we listen up. Uh, I'm gonna, that, that, that's pretty much our time that, that um, I borrowed from you, so I do appreciate you taking that. Um, it's a cold, sunny day here where I am on the Gold Coast, and uh, winter is finally arriving. So, we've been absolutely waiting be here for three weeks, and then it will get hot you. So, um, I really appreciate you taking the time and hosting us, you know, a little bit about what Terrified we're up to. Um, oh, yeah, my, my pleasure. If people or companies um, want to get in touch with you guys, you know what way are to get involved in. Minnesota? I think the best way is to you know, for Terracycle, go to terracycle.com or terracycle.au, learn about us and be involved. And if it's um, uh, you know, interested in loop, loopstore.com is the best place to go to learn more about us. Awesome. And I do have one thing to ask me if that's the right to share that with a friend of mine. Yeah, how would you like me to do that? Well, it's fantastic right now. I've got a friend of mine in Nancy he She operates a uh a circular economy uh organization in called the World Biggest Carol Uh and uh they're all gonna do cluttering and re and recycling, and up and um you know, working the board community with, with their organization and creating a circular economy. They do amazing things you want to check in the world's biggest carrots um, man, if you could just give a quick hot of for you me, know, I reckon it's uh, like. What's her, what's her name? Her name, Yasmin. And, Yasmin. Uh, yeah, Yasmin, the world's biggest character. Okay, let me know when you're ready. Yeah, Yasmin, it is so cool to, uh, to uh, get to know you and to hear about the amazing work you're doing. Um, keep it up and thank you so much for uh, caring about the planet. And we're trying to make everything that's linear go circular. Right on, man. Awesome. Tom. Thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And, uh, um, you know, huge fan of what Sarah Clark is doing. And I'm probably to get involved here in Australia and obviously around the world. And I'm really excited to see you. Like and I'll be watching closely over the next little while. So And uh, thanks again for some time. Really appreciate it. Man, rock and roll and talk to you soon.
0: Well, there we have it, another podcast done and dusted. I trust you got inspired the same way I did. Be sure to subscribe wherever you are listening to so that you get our new episodes and updates. Uh, Jump on and give us a review, five stars, one stars, whatever it is, as long as it's honest, I'd love it. And uh, if you know anyone that we should be interviewing for these podcasts, we'd love to hear them, so make sure you get in touch. Until then, go and create some purpose in the world and enjoy great things.